Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus. It's a, a series that comforts us, uh, reminds us, and uh, teaches us that when we pray, we don't pray the Psalms alone. We, uh, we pray them with our brother, the Lord Jesus, God in the flesh. Uh, we pray them with our great high priest, uh, the one who prays for us and with us, and in sacred ways also prays in and through us. So in a previous lesson, we talked about these three stages of life uh, that is reflected in the Psalms. Um, you know, this first one being, you know, life is good, God is good. We often say in these stages, oh, how blessed I am. These blessings, you know, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Uh, we realize that these are gifts from uh, God himself. Undeserved, always given to us by grace. Uh, but as life is, living in a corrupted and sinful world with those uh, three enemies coming against us, uh, the devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh, there's moments when we're walking around and all of a sudden uh, we find ourselves in that pit. Uh, that's uh, the way the Psalms refer to uh, this place uh, where there's uh, groans and sighs and confessions and questions and laments and fist shaking. And again, we get ourselves there in different ways. One is uh, by our own sinful actions. Uh, we just go right through those warning signs that says, uh, don't trespass, don't go there. And in our sin, we bring uh, ourselves into the pit. Uh, again, the world pushes us into that pit. Uh, we're minding our own business. Uh, we are trying to live this righteous life uh, before God and one another, and the world comes and attacks us. And again, the enemies uh, of the devil and uh, the spiritual realms uh, attack us, trying to create unbelief and misbelief about God, leading us into despair, and we find ourselves there as well. Uh, but also, finally, perhaps it's God himself who is uh, disciplining us. And for a season, he has his hand upon us. Uh, but whatever the case, we always take these things up with God. We, we lament. Uh, that's the one that we speak to. And the Psalms give us words, uh, give us a voice uh, when, when we are in the pit. But the Lord also, um, by his grace, brings us out of that pit into uh, new places where he has done marvelous and great things. And we sing our hallelujahs. Uh, we, uh, we praise the Lord. So there's always a psalm for that. Now, here's the beautiful part about this is that God himself uh, has taken on human flesh. So the second person of the Trinity uh, takes on human flesh and becomes our brother. Now, as our brother, then, he experiences all of these stages of life. Uh, he knows what it's like uh, to be um, blessed, to be with his disciples at weddings, at family gatherings, to enjoy the company of, um, you know, the family and those, those who are his friends. And uh, he says, you know, along with them, uh, gives his praise uh, to the Father. But also he knows what it's like to be put into the pit um, and uh, to have sin placed upon him. And as the prophet says, becoming a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. But he also knows what it's like to be raised out of that pit, out of the grave. And he is raised on the third day. Now, in our uh, Lutheran faith, a Lutheran uh, background, perhaps you remember this from catechism class, uh, it takes the creed and it talks about the humiliation and the exaltation of Jesus. So uh, Philippians 2 says, uh, 
Jesus himself takes the very nature of a servant, being being found in human likeness. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Uh, Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name that is above every name. So, uh, the Lord Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the Word becoming flesh, descends, and in this state of humiliation, uh, this is a place where, though he could, he does not use all of his divine attributes. So he becomes this man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. He knows hunger. He knows thirst. He knows what it's like to be betrayed. He knows what it's like to be uh, tired. Ultimately, he suffers and ultimately he dies. So um, during that humiliation, you could think of it as a, a downward uh, down into the pit. Uh, he knows what it's like uh, to experience uh, all of the sin of the world placed upon himself. And because he has this sin on him, not his own sin, but our sin, because he has this sin on him, uh, he cries out from the pit uh, as well. He goes into the grave. But also in this state of exaltation, he is raised on the third day, Um, He ascends into heaven. He rules and reigns. He has taken the keys of death and and Hades in his descent into hell. And so in the state of exaltation, he fully and always uses these divine attributes. So in his state of humiliation, he humbles himself, takes the very nature of a servant. Though he could, uh, he doesn't use fully all of his divine attributes. Um, But in the state of exaltation... Uh, after he is put into the grave and and then takes victory over sin, death, and the devil and his descent into hell and his uh, resurrection and his ascension. Now in that state, he rules and reigns. So that mirrors really the Psalms, these uh, three stages where um, you could say God himself, the second person of the Trinity, ruling and reigning, life is good, humbles himself. He descends into the pit of this world, becomes sin for us, knows all the suffering, knows all the pain, laments and cries out with great tears, ultimately put into the, into the grave for us, crucified for us, but then raised, raised on the third day, rules, reigns forever. And uh, so as we read the Psalms, we can also see that, that, um, that mirrored um, reality of the humiliation and the exaltation of Jesus, our brother, for us. So a little excursion for you as you travel through the Psalms. uh, Look and listen again for those three different stages, you know, uh, the sense of the blessed life, uh, the pit, uh, being brought out of the pit, you know, praise the Lord, he's done great things. And compare and contrast those three stages uh, looking, uh, looking for the humiliation of Jesus and the exaltation of Jesus as well. Again, it's, it's good news for us, right, that God himself would, would take on human flesh, humble himself, and so that, uh, that we don't pray alone. We don't pray the Psalms alone. We always pray them with Jesus. <music>